Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids Welcome to the Deep Dive. Andy, happy holidays. How are we doing tonight? We're doing good. It's been a been a great week. I got all my Christmas shopping done. That's like a I don't know, like a super big relief, I guess, because I stress about that because I forget. Obviously, it's like the nineteenth, and I basically did it all today. Yeah, how's uh, so? We're in good travel? shape. Heading into, we're in good shape. You traveling anywhere? Ah, nothing far. Just gonna. Not not real far. Just gonna pop out to South Dakota to see the wife's parents. So we're gonna go out into the into the wilderness where running water and electricity are things of the future, but it's always fun out there. <laughs> Good Shepherd stuff, man. Kids kids will make corn cob, you know, dolls or whatever. You doing uh sorry, South Dakotans. It, you getting any uh any break in the weather? Or is it gonna be cold? Oh yeah, no, it's been North nice Pole? this week. We've been we've been Oh, we've been seeing like 40s for highs, which it sounds stupid, but it feels pretty nice. A sweatshirt weather, man. Yeah, that's pretty damn, damn good. Are kids bouncing off the wall excited about Christmas or what? Oh, yeah. They don't fully understand like time. Even the seven-year-olds every day is asking how many days. We'll get there, though. Honestly, it's 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 silly. I barely remember. Like I'm sure I was like that as a kid, but. Man, just like I'm, I'm looking forward to Christmas too. Just so it'll be over. Yeah, like, I want yeah. to wanna <laughs> get to New Year's. Get to get to some. I want to get to the good bowls. Yeah, any good uh, Christmas food or drinks in the cards? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually hosting this weekend. I'm going to be brining some lamb chops tomorrow night, and then we're going to throw them in Whoa. a marinade, and then they're going to go on the grill for oh, just yeah. a little bit. You don't cook them too long, and oh my god, they're going to come off. I might have to take a picture of those. Nice. That's uh, a, a dish I don't make much, but they are delish. So yeah, it should be a bunch of eating and drinking for next week and a half, two weeks here. Everybody. Hopefully everybody is getting the holidays off of work and they can go celebrate and eat too much, get fucked up, and get some presents. <laughs> and other holidays. Too. And some you know, winners, man. Hanukkah, is, is Hanukkah over? Uh, probably. Is Hanukkah over? I think it's well over, yeah. Oy um, yes, oy vey. Uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully there's uh, hopefully there's some some winners for all of our awesome listeners as well. And hope you guys all have a happy holidays also. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just going to be the two of us, uh, doing a Christmas yeah, big slate. week 16, big slate. Um, we don't really need to get too much yeah, into the playoff slate. picture. It's been beaten to death by the media this week. Uh, I don't see any obvious, you know, angles to attack the futures market right now. Everything seems priced pretty accurately, at least for now. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's going to be, we're, we're, we're getting, Back into it with the guest, huge, huge guest next week. Um, probably the most interesting person on gambling Twitter um, of 2018. Uh, we'll have some fascinating stories. I cannot wait. Present, um, present, included, present company excluded. That's correct. That is correct. Not including Andy. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a good end of the year here and uh, last two weeks of the regular season. What's kind of, I guess, 
if you had to go back through the years, would you say you kind of wind down in your NFL betting as we get closer to the end of the season? Or do you think six, week 16 has a ton of value still? I think I missed a couple that I could have fired on. I think I got a little gun shy. Just it's in my head that it, it does get tougher. The, I mean, this is the point where, I mean, these last two weeks are the point where the bookmakers and their math, their algorithms, their power numbers, their information, they have the most data for the year. So the things are going to open close. I mean, there hasn't yeah. been, I, I'm, you know, there's been a couple of movements, but one, one of the biggest, you know, one of the really lines that moved the most was because of a quarterback change. I mean, that, that shit's going to happen. Right. I think maybe, and uh, shout, out, shout out to a Deutsch friend of ours. He got a great line and getting the Browns on the other side of seven, which no, that is as did we quickly uh, getting, we advocated for yeah, that on the, um, on the Periscope yeah. on Monday. And that's, uh, that's the only car play on my card that is like super duper duper stale. Yeah, so apologies a- in advance. When we get to Cleveland, I'm going to tell you that I bet Cleveland minus six and a half because I did on Sunday. Um, but uh, other than yeah, there, there's know, there's that, books that are there's books that are hanging nine and a half now. So I, I mean, outside, outside of the quarterback out, change, Pinnacles out to that's, ten. That's yeah. I cannot believe it. That's going to be my biggest closing line value win of the season. So it's going to be completely inexplicable when that thing doesn't come home. Um, oh, no. Cincinnati's going to win by 40. It's going to be terrible. I can't. Uh, I don't even want to think about it. It's going to be this is to be such a huge CLV win. I, I don't even want to think about it. Um, okay. Well, uh, should we get into the card? Should we start on Saturday? Should we break down yeah, these games? Let's just yeah, let's like you let's said. Just get the, right into the, it. Man. The playoff stuff has been beat to shit. Even yeah. even within between you I and other people, and just in my own head, like yeah, there's so many. It's just it's just a shitload of hypotheticals, and I don't know. It's fun, but it's only fun for so long. I know, and I honestly I like it's team. honestly it's not really that worthwhile going too in depth right now until this week's games are over. Next week we can play lots of hypotheticals because we'll have a much more firm fix on the seating, which is going to determine a ton. Um, but, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit wasted. I guess, time yeah. right so let's talk about the games. I will say that before, yeah, before we get into it, I'll say that too. Like maybe that's another reason why I'm not firing on some games. I have preseason or mid season liabilities on teams where, you know, I, I'm I'm not looking to get involved in a team where if I lose, I'm losing the game and my you know and my um preseason position is getting worse. Yeah, so I and I don't know, maybe that's the wrong way to look at it, but I get gun shy about that. It's like, you know, I, I did not bet the Colts. I love the Colts, wanted to bet the Colts, but I have Colts bet every which way from every Sunday which for way. the season. Yeah. And yeah. every which way, like division conference super bowl everything and to make yeah. the playoffs a, a bunch of different bets in them. And I just didn't want to get involved. Not pissed because like that was a super easy winner. And, but also at the same time, I am happy because they won a game and they're in better position now. So yeah, right. You, you captured, you captured a little, kind of, you captured a little value. You captured some value. Um, okay. Well, uh, let's get into Saturday's games. We got a double header on Saturday. I love Saturday football. I love standalone games. I am so excited. It doesn't really matter who's playing, what the line is, or any of that shit. Uh, and we see the Washington Redskins head to Tennessee to take on Marcus Mariota, uh, Mike Vrabel's team. Uh, 
who is right now on the outside of the playoffs looking in, but positioned very, very well here if they can win their final two games to capture that sixth seed. Um, Tennessee is probably one of, true or false, Tennessee is the toughest team to pin down in terms of quality of the team in the NFL. Are they yeah, good? Would, if I had to Are look at bad? every freaking yeah, if I had to look at every <laughs> double digit favorite. If you took I looked back at this too. If I took every double digit favorite all year long, this would be the game and it's easy with hindsight too, but this would be the game where like fuck they could lose this game. <laughs> like I don't care if they're 10 oh, yeah. point favorites. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm I'm worried like if if I have Tennessee money, I'm I'm worried that they'll lose. Yeah, I mean Josh Johnson yeah, just they, went down and beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, this is uh, this Redskins. He's team a little banged up. It looks like he's practicing now. So, okay, thank you. That, that actually you. is something I was going to ask you about. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't yeah, know if so, we'd be talking about the health of Josh Johnson. I know that's wild here, too. Huh? Here we um, are. What about Josh Reed? Is he's done for the season? Is it throw him on IR? Or are we going to see a Josh I, Reed I, appearance? Okay. Uh, okay. Well, they opened this. You mentioned it. They opened this at ten and a half. It's you mean still Jake Reed? In. What's that? You mean Jake Reed? No, uh, Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed. The tight end. an old Vikings. You kept saying Josh Reed. My bad. Yeah, Josh Johnson and 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 uh, and Jordan Reed. Um, okay, those are the two guys I had circled in terms of question. Anyway, uh, this uh, this game opened ten he's and a half. He's up in the air yet, but he's always up in the air. Yeah. Right. Um, Tennessee doesn't really, uh, doesn't really inspire much confidence defensively for me. Um, I think they're going to concede some points to Washington and Tennessee with their backs against the wall to get a win, I think is going to, uh, you know, that you're going to see a pretty aggressive approach from them offensively. It does feel like Matt LaFleur is figuring a little bit out the right way he needs to deploy his running backs. He's using a lot less Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis was kind of really dragging that offensive down every time they were giving him, you know, carries, they were doing it in ways that didn't benefit him in terms of his strengths. Uh, and it was really bogging down drives. Now they've kind of gone much more Derrick Henry, um, leaning much more in a Derrick Henry direction, which makes a ton of time since this time of year, Washington's defense is dealing with some issues. You've seen safeties get arrested and whatnot. I think that that unit is probably ripe to get some points scored on them. All of this I'm building up to is, is this an overlook? 37 points? We're going to see more than 37 points in this game. I really can't convince myself either way on a side. Ten and a half is like stupid high points to lay uh, this time of year with two teams fighting for playoffs. Um, and, you know, Josh Johnson, he's going to, he's going to, he's not, they're not going to run a particularly conservative approach here. I don't think they can afford to. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a relatively um, interesting, fun, higher-ish scoring game to watch. Maybe middling-ish scoring game, which is fine because you're looking at 37 points. This feels like an overlook to me. Am I overthinking this? I lean to say it's it's always feels like you're I hate using trap because we all know that's bullshit, but it does feel like you're falling into a trap like, oh, 37, that's low. The only worries for me is we did. I mean, you just talked about Tennessee using the running game well. Like between that and Washington, I mean, all year that's their go-to is using the running game. If we see a ton of running, it could end up being one of those games where it, it does end up like, oh, you know, twenty-one ten something along those lines. Where you get teased at the end, but it probably was never in doubt. 
So I guess make, make a case for the passing games to open up. I don't actually think that's that that we have to get. I don't think we have to see the passing games open up. Really? Um, yeah, I, I mean, think, it's, we're not looking for fifty. No, Washington. Josh Johnson and Washington just scored sixteen points on the uh, on the Jacksonville Jaguars, who were playing hard at home in their home finale. Like, if they can get sixteen to twenty points against Tennessee, this thing goes over thirty-seven easy, right? I mean, sixteen to twenty-one takes it to thirty-seven, and I gotta say, Tennessee's got you know got uh, got two touchdowns and a handful of field goals in their back pocket in this game, in my opinion. Um, I think honestly, we're going to see like a 27, 20 kind of game. This feels like this, this feels like there are a boatload of points available that, you know, on the over here. Um, and I, you know, as stupid as it seems and as trappy as it feels, I think that's my play on this one. You, you gonna, uh, you guys completely uh, stay away on this game. Just to just enjoy time with friends I and family. On Saturday. Numbers on like the, no, I'll bet these. You know, I'm just looking at this. You know, someone's teasing that down to 30. Oh, why not? <laughs> why not? So I worry. I worry. I pray for those people. But yeah, uh, well. no, I, I I can get I can get down with that. Like, uh, I mean, a correlated, yeah, a, correlated uh, a correlated dog, a correlated dog over parlay here is pretty good, right? Plus teasing plus ten and a half down to. Down to seventeen and a half and and thirty to thirty seven. I mean that's that's pretty tough. You only need like thirteen points out of Washington to get that thing home. Um, okay, well, yeah, you're not. Don't tease totals unless it's on a Saturday in December when it's like fuck. I need a bet. <laughs> that's good advice right there. Life advice. Um, okay, well let's move to the more interesting game on Saturday. Baltimore heads west. To yeah, play finally, the Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. Okay, let's set this up a little bit. The Chargers played on Thursday. They had a season-defining win over the Chiefs. It was glorious to behold as a Chargers ticket holder. Um, not only did they get the cover, they get the outright win on that two-point conversion. Um, I publicly owe Anthony Lynn an apology. Uh, I thought the way that he called that fourth quarter uh, in terms of you know when to be aggressive and and how to um, you know how to put his guys in position to succeed on fourth and longs a couple of times, I thought it was pretty damn good. Going for fourth, going going for the two point conversion was pretty uh, pretty ballsy and pretty important. You got a team that can convert those, go for it, man. Um, it was a it was a, a good game by the Chargers, a good game by Anthony Lynn. Do we see them repeat that level of performance, or are they going to under uh, underwhelm with uh, Baltimore defense that is very live, a lot more, you know, impactful defense with the Ravens than you saw with the Chiefs last weekend. Is this is this a a tight spot for uh, for the Chargers? And you have any interest in backing the dog here? Oh, I've been I've been doing some. So this is like I like the over in this one. Ooh, like I don't think I want to get maybe. involved in a side. I'm gonna go under. Yeah, I'm like an under. Wait, I, I like it now. Now that it's taking, now that it's taking some money. Um, uh, the Chargers' defense is better, but uh, I mean, I think Sue had some stats, and I've seen some other ones. Just, it, I, I think it's going to be a problem having a shifty quarterback moving around on him again. I mean, I think Baltimore scores in the mid twenties, and I, I don't think uh, I will agree. Baltimore's defense is good, but. Chargers at full strength might be one of the, especially now with the injuries in Kansas City, most explosive offense. 
Are we if we if we get everybody back healthy, they are Rivers just Rivers poor guy is slinging this year and he's not even he's not even getting a sniff of MVP talk. Yeah. He's got some weapons. Mm-hmm. They drafted well. Their receivers, yeah. their backs, their game yeah. plan. Mike Williams I, was the star of the Thursday night game. Mike Williams. He was incredible. Uh I don't think we're gonna see Keenan Allen. Um I don't think we're gonna see Eckler. I think what about uh, Gordon? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think we're going to see. Uh, and honestly, with all of these pieces being reintegrated and kind of figuring out who's getting the ball when, I could see yeah, a little bit of an, practice today. an uneven performance. I mean, we could see an, a little. I'm expecting to see a little bit of an uneven performance from the from the Chargers offense, to be honest. And some of it is, you know, based on the the strength of the Baltimore defense. Um, Baltimore can play keep away. Uh, the Chargers are the masters of the eight minute drive. Um, I just, I, I, you're saying explosive. Yes, they can score points when needed, but they also are content and capable of uh, wiping out an entire quarter on one, you know, seven point scoring drive. Um, if there's yeah, anything that, that, that's, I can that's say. That's half my argument. I think, I think the Ravens will score. Okay. I think they're going to have to keep up with the Ravens. It's not going to be, oh, we're up 13 nothing or 14 to 3. We're going to just grind one out. No, we need to keep scoring. Gordon went full practice. Keenan Allen practiced today. I think everything's uh, Hunter Henry might be back for Christ's sakes. I'm not going to make that call right now. But I think I think Gord, if Gordon Allen play and it doesn't fly up, I might take an over 43, over 44, somewhere in there. Because I think Baltimore's going to. I think Baltimore's going to be a problem. They're going to score, and maybe maybe it's less predicated on the explosive offense and more on that they're going to need the offense to be explosive to keep up with Baltimore on the scoreboard a little. I could see I mean, that. I'm not okay. saying this is going to fly over, but I, I think it's going to be a competitive game. Where there are some touchdowns. Okay. See, when I look where at this there are game, some touchdowns. where there are, they're probably, so, you're probably right. I think this is a competitive game and I think touchdowns will be scored. I think that's a fair assumption. Um, okay. The way I see this game, I really feel like this matches up like we saw Chargers versus the Seahawks. You remember that game? Uh, Chargers, that was a, that was a beautiful underspot. It was two teams that were committed to a run first approach, long drives. And um, matched up, you know, th- it's, this feels like almost the identical template in terms of team style, uh, team strength, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I actually worry a little bit and challenge you a little bit on Baltimore scoring. Um, I know Suma, our buddy, is hot on uh, Lamar Jackson in the way he matches up against the the, um, uh, the Chargers defense. But these two defenses are very, very effective in the red zone. They are high high efficiency defenses at uh, at stopping uh, touchdowns being scored, um, and to top it off, uh, I don't know how good Lamar Jackson is right now. He has put up a very uh, impressive record of wins losses against some teams that totally fucking suck at defense. Right? Look who look who he has beaten. He's picked on literally maybe the five worst defenses in the league since they inserted him as a starter. It was a brilliant move by Harbaugh throwing him out there against this run in their schedule. No, it was good but timing. It was great timing. Uh, he's, be, you know, he's, beating, he's beating up on teams that absolutely stink. And I, I just can't say that we know for sure that he is capable of putting up you know, 24-ish points on a defense that is that has ex- outstanding coverage, and uh, you know, I mean, if I if I'm if I'm 
uh, you know, if I'm, um, I can't remember the name of the, uh, the D coordinator in, uh, in, in LA, but if I'm the D coordinator, I'm literally saying, okay, Derwin James, we are not worried about Baltimore's threat at the tight end position. You are going to spy on Lamar Jackson for the entirety of this game. Go get him, go hit him, you know, disrupt his, you know, what he wants to do, uh, in the running game, put your best athlete against their best athlete. Uh, and let them loose. Like uh, it, it's a it's a matchup that I think the Chargers can do well in, uh, and I think the Chargers win and cover this game, keeping Baltimore under like 17 points. That's where I'm at right now. So give me under 43 and a half. Yeah, Baltimore. I mean, the Chargers' pass defense ranks pretty low. It does. It does. I, mean, Der- I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to sell Derwin James. Is, uh, that was such. A, I love him so much. But it, it's a. It's a. I'm looking. They're bottom eight. I mean, yeah. they're down. They're lower than Washington. If I'm, I'm looking at football outsiders right now, they are not. It's. It's not like we're gonna put the, you know the Baltimore receivers in the same class as uh, Kansas or uh, the Chargers, obviously. But they they're making do with what they have, and you get an aggressive. Uh, you get a really aggressive defensive line versus a quarterback that's willing to run the ball 15 times. Sometimes that's a problem where you get, yeah, get some over pursuit and it's not, it's not even run play. All of a sudden, you know, Watts beating or what? No, Watts. Well, Bosa, yeah, right. Bosa, I was picturing the wrong, really strong dude, but Bosa beats the shit out of his guy off the line, over pursues, and Lamar runs for 18. Like, just. Tale as old as time. That's so bothersome when you are on the team that's playing a mobile quarterback. It's like, man, they're beating the tar out of this offensive line, and he is completely neutralizing it. That's where I like what you said about like that. That would be the plan. You need to spy him because he's he's averaging like ninety yards a game rushing right now. That's a that's a serious problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, interesting. Interesting takes. I'm. Maybe I should just. And I can't maybe, take maybe a side I, here. Just, I don't know who. What, maybe I just. Take I think it's Saturday too close. <laughs> maybe I just enjoy these games and have a later card this week. Maybe I'm pretty luke. I'm pretty lukewarm on both of these totals, but I'm leaning leaning over in the Washington Tennessee game, leaning under in Baltimore LAC. Um, I'm going to let this marinate some more before I finally decide. I'm going to post my card tomorrow. I think. Um, no real rush in grabbing numbers. 37 is not going anywhere in Tennessee game, and 43 and a half looks pretty damn stable in the uh, in the Baltimore game. Although it's a little down at Pinnacle, there might be some sharp move being made at Pinnacle on the under in that Baltimore Chargers well, game. It's tough to read. Open at 45. Yeah, they're down to 44 minus 115 on the under. Book Pinnacle's down to 43 minus 115 on the under. What penny open at? Uh, 45 also. So they've yeah. taken some under money. That's where, that's where I hate. If I was looking at the under, it sucks getting a worse number too. Yeah, they're basically calling for 24-20, but I feel like this is a 24-17 kind of game. 23-17, 25-17. It's going to be in that ballpark. I, honestly, I feel like this is carbon copy of uh, of Chargers-Seahawks, um, the way that these are, are matched up. So, so you're going to see, we're going to see so many run plays in this game. The clock's going to be ticking every time you look up. You're going to see like you know, and the Chargers they take the entire play clock even when they don't <laughs> need see, it. It's no, but that wasn't that wasn't a problem in the last game. It was important. It was really important in the last game. They kept uh, what did they hold? Uh, they held uh, Kansas City. No, I'm talking about that was the Washington Tennessee. Oh right, Washington yeah, that's, Tennessee. That's a great point. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. My my logic, my logic. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I was. 
perfect, running back still world, matter. A perfect world, both of these games land between 40 and 43. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> over and under cash. I honestly, a lot I, of games I, too. I, a lot of games too, this time of year, especially. No weather really to be considered in either of these plays. And actually, that kind of bummed me out as we move to Sunday. Uh, not really a, like any likelihood of a snow game, which is too bad. Um, let's talk Ooh, about running out the, of time. We might not get one. I don't know. I mean, it's and look the way that it looks, at least. Uh, Saints, Rams at the top of the NFC. Well, yeah, I was just going to say the playoff teams. Even yeah, Saints, the, Rams, maybe no. the Bears. If the Bears can host them. Chiefs, maybe. Patriots, maybe. Bears, maybe. But it's not looking good. Patriots, Bears, that's it. It's not looking good, man. Um, okay. Well, maybe next year. Global warming and whatnot, though. You never know. Maybe never again. Um, Tampa Bay heads to Dallas. Uh, where we would expect Dallas to be hosting a home game in the playoffs, uh, albeit no snow and roofs probably closed, uh, in Jerry World. Uh, Dallas looked utterly hopeless, helpless, useless last week against the mighty the mighty Indianapolis Colts. Um, they take on now a softer defense in Tampa Bay uh, at home. Uh, on the other side of the ball, you have Jameis Winston who chucks. He chucks. He throws, he throws, he throws. He was the victim of a number of fluky turnovers in the last couple of games that kept points off the board. Um, but uh, I like points here, man. This is an overlook for me. 47 is high uh, for a Dallas game, uh, but it's low for a Tampa Bay game. Uh, and I think the Dallas defense is lauded for, um, you know, is a little fraudulent. Uh, I don't think they're as good as people think. Uh, the you know the statistics would bear out uh, that they are not this ironclad unit that uh, you would expect if you just looked at the box score of like the Saints game, for instance. Um, and I think this could be a, a, a pretty wide open scoring game. This could and it could end up like Dallas versus Jacksonville, forty four seven. Which, if you do the math, went over. Uh, Went over forty-seven points. Um, how do you uh, how do you approach handicapping this one? And do you think there is any legs on the over? Stay away. Stay away. He's in Dallas. I thought you kind of had that circled. Uh, do you think he Wait, gets there? You said you I said think you it's had it. You said you had. I think a double it's seven. You said you had a double. I do, circle. but it's staying at seven. I think. I don't know if no, it's seven no. and a half. It's I'm at not seven and a half at Pinnacle. It's plus one hundred six, seven and a half at Pinnacle. That's on. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not going to bet it at Pinnacle. No, it's, I know, but I think book market, I'm using, I think market market wide market wide a team as popular as Dallas gets to seven and a half on, on Sunday. Yeah, you no, but it's it. at Pinnacle. It's seven and a half plus one twelve, which means it wants to go back. It wants to go back to seven. Mm, okay. Okay. Well, maybe I, I, I would expect uh, I would expect seven minus one fifteen that you see a bookmaker looks like seven and a half minus one hundred five on Sunday because of the public support for that game. If we uh, get to seven and a half, I'll probably tease it. I think they win. And as much as you want to, you know, you disparage the Dallas defense a little. I actually will give them credit for Sunday. Okay. I I think a lesser team would have given up a lot more points. What was the time of possession of that game? Oh, like it they was were out there a while. Way lopsided. It was brutal. Like they honestly, they probably should have given up. Like uh, Indy's offense has been outside of the one anomaly there where they played the Jaguars and couldn't get anything going. But man, Indy's offense has been a bit of a truck at times. Uh, what would that end up being? Twenty three? They gave yes. up. Yes. 
Yes. Honestly, I, I almost got to give I almost got to give them credit for that because they were out there a ton. The offense, I mean, as far as the defense goes, it's tough to play hard when you still have nothing on the board when you're getting, you know, that late in the game. Like that that was actually kind of an embarrassing game for the offense. That's where I I want to know what makes you and granted we we have been high on the Colts defense. It has looked a lot better in the past few weeks. But what makes you think that the Dallas defense gets back or offense rather gets back on track, like compared to, you know, how they played a few weeks ago where things were working out. Cause Dak still does miss wide open receivers. I mean, I, I is it, is it a big Zeke game? It's a big Zeke game. Uh, it's a big mismatch. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh it's in the same vein that, um, the secondary for Philadelphia couldn't cover Amari Cooper or uh, Gallup. Uh, there'll be a couple deep passes that are wide up you know, right there for the taking for Dak in this one. Um, I think, you know, the the points you make about how hard and how long Dallas played on the road against Indianapolis maybe lend itself to the over as well. Because uh, they may be, I like that. They may be a little gassed. Um, and, you know, you know, it's, it's a, uh, this is a statement game for Dallas because they need this win. They need to hand, you know, clearly cement that they are the uh, the NFC East champions. I don't think they want to pussyfoot around here. I think you're going to see them take chances, go for it on fourth down, uh, you know, get points out of drives. They're not going to want to let this one hang in the balance. I think they're going to want to win this one. Um, you know, I'm not not enough to like get involved laying seven seven and a half points, but. Uh, but points in this one feel pretty darn likely. I feel like this is a 28-21, 28-23, 31-20 type of game. Uh, and um, we see this one just eke its way over 47. So that is how I am lining up my action on Tampa Bay, Dallas. If we, yeah, if we get Dallas in a home favorite teaser leg, seven and a half, eight, I'll be all over that, like stink on shit. That's happening for sure. They didn't have any sacks last week, which, again, Bravo, Colts offensive line, just they are studs. This year. They are yeah. not getting enough credit. Like they, They've gone half, at least half a dozen games, probably more, where they allowed no sacks. When you can allow zero sacks for chunk of the season like that that's just amazing especially I, Dallas has a good pass rush yep. so it'll be uh, that's uh, I don't want to say like I mean can you say anything about that like the pass rush will be hungry to get after Winston maybe you will see some some tomfoolery and fuckery where you have some uh, possibly turnovers in some bad spots and maybe we do see some extra points that way with uh, Winston, Winston out there, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop for him to have some just awful mistakes. So he looked oh, yeah. almost too good to be true for a couple weeks. So yep, it's true. Either way, probably I won't get involved with that total, but teaser leg. Okay, um, you land 13 points with New England hosting Buffalo. I I'm not gonna watch it. Actually, the what what are what are they gonna set the Josh Allen rushing prop at? I've seen a lot of chatter on that. Oh, it's probably going to be like around 25 yards. Wouldn't you think? I was going to say like 30 yards. I, yeah, mean, I was going to say high 30. 20s. Yeah, high 20s. Yeah, that sounds about right. 29 and a half. Let's, let's make it 29 and a half. Take, I still might take the over. He's uh, That might be, if you want to play that game, that might be a fun one. Just 
easier for him to bust out of the pocket a few times. He uh, he might not be the best passer, but he is an athlete. We know let's, he uh, that coming out of college. Let's, let's uh, have a, a little specimen. yeah. Let's have a little chuckle at Bill's mom. Yeah, running back. Uh, who, yeah, let's, he would be a great wide receiver. Why didn't anyone think to ask him if he wanted to be a wide receiver? Um, Let's have a little chuckle at the expense of Bill's Mafia um, because I have seen a lot of them say, well, at least he's taking chances because <laughs> he is he's literally doing a poor man's Tarad Taylor impression out there. A guy that they ran out of town so violently, it was surprising and concerning and discomforting. Um, and, you know, now they get Josh Allen, a guy who's, yeah, you can throw it. A mile, yeah, the 50 50 uh, deep balls like that's the yeah, same thing. Right? Yep, it's the same and, thing you had last year, except he didn't make the playoffs this year. Right. And they're all looking around at each other and they're like, well, at least he takes chances. Uh, is that, I mean, it, what, what is that even reasonable take? And number and two is no. this the, is it, are the bills like a prime candidate for a, a t- regular season win totals under next year? I mean, they might get the, um, they're going to get the third hardest schedule in the AFC East, I guess. So their schedule is not going to be too tough. Um, but uh, can you win games with Josh Allen in the NFL? Right? Yeah, well, you know, it's tough to make calls like that without seeing the offseason acquisitions and how the draft goes, but I, I don't see it working. It doesn't seem like it's going to work out long term. Like uh, Baker, you know, the rookie class, Baker is impressed, and honestly, the Browns have some nice pieces there. Arnold and Rosen look like they might be decent if they get some pieces around them. And Lamar is kind of jury's out. He's a running quarterback, but yeah, the, the Josh Allen's of the world. And who was our other one? Is that everybody? Yeah. I guess Mason Rudolph doesn't count. Yeah. Josh Allen. Oh, Nick Mullins. Right. <laughs> Nick, Mull- yeah, Nick, Nick Mullins is a bet was a better quarterback drafted than Josh Allen. Like, Josh Allen isn't, I don't think he's a long-term like, answer in the NFL like they they're in the same position they were last year we have a few pieces but we need a quarterback and I just the way front offices work they're not going to move away from them that fast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without looking at and the they, uh, they without- I mean they, they lost they lost their only their only viable you know option to Oakland now yeah yeah that's right <laughs> I didn't yeah it's right I did not <laughs> I, Nathan Peterman, um, you're gonna laugh when we get to Monday night. Yeah, I'm not. Are you getting involved uh, in this one? I'm skipping this one completely. No, I'm skipping this. It. I'm skipping it. Did you even look at the total? Don't look at it now if you didn't already. Um, what I would you guess? Oh, you it did. Feel, it feels right. Yeah, it, it feels does, yeah, right. 45. Yeah, and so final score of this it's game a, this is like be good for a super teaser. I know. Final score of this game: 31-14. We already pretty much know. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna. It's just gonna eat, barely eke over. Uh, and uh, I mean, it's, it's going to land right on the total, and, and the Patriots cover by like one or three points. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Atlanta versus Carolina. Another easy one. That uh, let's do. Let's do our thing where we do our one sentence handicap here because I got nothing for this one either. Taylor Heineke. And we talked about ODU's Taylor Heineke finest. enough last week on Monday. It's crazy. O- ODU's finest Taylor Heineke uh, getting the start for a battered and bruised Cam Newton. Uh, my one sentence handicap is. Who the care? Who the hell cares? Who wins? Carolina regular season wins under is cashed. It's gold. It's done. Uh, that was the wildest roller coaster that I've had in a while. Six and two to six and nine or six and eight or whatever they are right now was was just incredible. 
shout out to my uh, my buddy that I chat with, prison uh, t- uh, prison cop Todd. Uh, he had a enormous prison ticket. Uh, prison cop Todd had an enormous ticket uh, on the uh, uh, on the Carolina regular season wins under that he gets oh, to go out yeah. to Vegas and cash. So congratulations, Todd. Um, what do you? What's your one sentence handicap for uh, Atlanta versus Carolina? I mean, Carolina—they—they they are who we thought they were. They were a—they were a 500 team that just had some lucky breaks early in the season. Instead of getting a win every other week, they got a bunch of them at the beginning. They probably shouldn't have been six and two, and now, you know, to add to that, they have a hurt quarterback. They're—they're they're dicked. They still might win this game. This is an ugly game that I don't want to play. Yeah, like, Heineke, Heineke might be an upgrade over a. Like somebody said that today, and it, it, it kind of made sense. Heineke uh, yep, might agreed. be an upgrade over what Cam was doing because Cam was like, he looked like he was in agony when he threw. Like that, it was awful. That, uh, it was so awful to watch. That was it was uncomfortable to watch when he was like cocking his head back to throw. So yeah, we're, we're skipping this one. Hey, can can we take a different angle real quick? Uh, can you tell me um, was uh, Carolina plus six a lucky cover? <sighs> It's so tough to say because there's so many different things that go on in the game. But yeah, that I mean, when you fumble, when you do a fumble turnover at the end like that, I mean, what what, are the, what do you think the actual probability of a team not only not scoring but turning the ball over in that set of down and distance is like not getting not getting even three points, getting zero points in that situation without deciding that themselves. Uh, it's like less than it's less than five percent, maybe in the one to two percent ballpark. Two percent, I'd say, yeah. So, like, I mean, in no way, shape, or form, were you feeling like, oh, we'll probably get a turnover here. I think I'm gonna. I think the six is probably fifty-fifty. You know, yeah. it, it was probably a little lucky. That was a that was a wild ending to that. Oh yeah, and you brought it up, and so, I I forgot to I forgot to mention uh, if he doesn't fumble. They called. They had a holding penalty on New Orleans on the field, uh, and they would have marched them back ten yards. They would have kneeled and then kicked the field goal, and the game would have ended on six. So the the probability of if you put push and loss together, the likelihood of the Carolina ticket winning was, I feel like, very 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 low, very low, very low. And even and if they did if they didn't. Like if they just knock down or get tackled on the two point run back, right? And uh, and New Orleans is up by five instead of three, right? Then there's yep. no way that Sean Payton is going for it on the fourth downs that he did, where he ate the clock. No, he, he he's kicking it. the field goal much, much, much. Go to eight. They go up eight. Like, like it yeah, had it was, to be. Yeah, <laughs> it had to, they they yeah. had to get the run back. They weren't scoring offensive points because there, you know, there was you know there was no there was no offensive points coming from Cam. Uh, the only seven points they got was on the halfback toss. Uh, and that, and that, yeah, maybe that's that's crazy. a lesson. That's a lesson I've learned that maybe needs to be said. Like, you should never. <sighs> Maybe and maybe you can look at your handicap and say maybe I was on the wrong side. Maybe I need to reevaluate my process there. But you should never feel bad about a lucky win. 
Oh, no whether way. it was the Carolina game or even no, or even no, the no. my God, if you had like and I don't I don't want to I don't want to put the Chargers Chiefs game in the same category because that wasn't nearly as bad. But let's say you had like Chargers money line. If you you know taken the big plus number, like you got to think that was probably a low probability there at that. Point. That was that was very so, low. Also, so yeah. you know if if you if you catch something like that, you should never feel bad because the other side's always coming. Yeah, You're always right. going to be on the point. other side of it at some point. Like it all balance, like bad beats and crazy wins always balance. So you, you can't let that shit get to you. I agree. Or, I agree. Yeah, with don't all get that. too excited. Don't get too excited because that uh, the Grim Reaper's coming for you. So what about the next one? We skip in the Florida game. Yes. I. Who do you think? Uh, you think we see the boat or Kessler? Doesn't matter. You're. Doesn't matter. You're, you're, you're. You're. What are you doing with your Miami ticket? Okay, so I have a. I did alternate. Team totals, like they're all like minus 300 legs. So it's a a 10 team parlay with win totals and it pays 15 to one. And Miami has to win or has to lose one of its last two games, which they'll be favored in both, correct? Yes. Their last game, they're on the road in Buffalo. Buffalo. They'll probably be three point favorites. Yeah, so I'm gonna do a, uh, I'm gonna do the math here before the game starts, but yeah, maybe mini hedging lesson. I, I, do you think the correct play is here is an, an open parlay? I do. Of money lines? Yep. Yes, I do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do an open parlay. It's going to be Miami money line, which should be what? Minus two, two something this week? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I don't, maybe, an open, maybe open, par, an open? My, Yeah, you're going to get minus 200 and about yeah. minus 160 probably. That's my guess. Yeah, it should pay like plus 150 this money line if it comes through. So I won't have to hedge half my liability, which will be nice. I'll get I'll get like 60% ROI on this bet. So it's nice when you can get to a point and you don't have to sweat it if you can figure out what to do with it, which is nice. So And honestly, I'll be hoping my open parlay loses just because then you, at least you feel like you were right in the first place. Never feel bad about a hedge either. Okay, Take hey, I might have I might have uh, been uh, mistaken. Actually, I was looking at the wrong line. The Westgate has Buffalo minus, minus three, three the other way. That's surprising. <laughs> um, that's not that right. I don't think right. that'll stay. No, that's not. That's not what opens. No way we see I'm that. Pull up five I don't think that's correct. That that seems that seems not correct. Anyway, uh, I got nothing for Jacksonville, Miami. Uh, these nope. two teams. They, I'll be they betting can, it, but only in that in that regard. As far as I'm concerned for the NFL, Bugs Bunny can soft Florida off and let it sail away into the Caribbean, and that's fine with me. I have no interest uh-huh. in any of these Florida teams. Um, Giants Indy, not betting this one also. <laughs> cheering, <laughs> cheering for Indy to get it done early so they can rest yeah. some people. I want Indy um, to continue to win. I'm going to use my time for Giants Indy to stump against the Dave Gettleman um, because he did exactly what we thought was going to happen. I mean, the fact that this has played out exactly like we thought is wild. They draft Saquon Barkley. He elevates your offense just enough to win enough games that you're not making the playoffs, but you're not drafting in the top five. And now you can't replace Eli Manning. Eli Manning looks just good enough. He's got he's racked up yards and it's a shitty quarterback with class. all these terrible dump. Yeah, and it's a shitty. And, and on top of that, it's a shitty you missed class. you missed the good quarterback. class. You missed the good yeah. one. You missed the good quarterback class, uh, and you, you're not going to be in the top five anytime soon because you're going to have a whole. You're going to have 
um, a revolving door of quarterbacks this year and I'm you know, sorry, next year and the year after and Barkley and Beckham, they're just good enough to get you into the seven to nine win range. You're never going to make the playoffs. You're, if you do, you're not going to be any good in the playoffs and you're never going to get another opportunity unless you trade your entire draft to get <laughs> up to get that next franchise quarterback. So well freaking done, Gettleman. Uh, I hope, you know, Saquon Barkley lives out the Barry Sanders dream. Barry Sanders. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's the career arc. He's going to have some amazing seasons. He's going to have highlight plays. He's going to make the Pro Bowl every single year. And he's going to appear in like one playoff game. Yep. And it's going to be as like a 10 point dog as a six seed. Yeah. It's yeah. They they might have dicked him. It's hard to say like. Like, things can turn around on a dime. You never know, but it's it's not looking it's not looking great. Not good, Bob. Um, not good. Okay. Andy, on the other hand, boy, did they find a good hire. They might have lucked into the best hire of all of the uh, of all of the coaching hires last year. I guess Nagy is right now the leader in the clubhouse, just because of how well the Bears have turned things around. But who didn't see that coming? Firing John Fox and hiring someone with a pulse. Um, so, but I, I, I really like right everything about him. I like the chemistry he's got in terms of, uh, you know, what he's doing on offense with Buck. Uh, they, it's the right type of coach, uh, for the modern NFL. Uh, I'm a long-term buyer in the Colts. I really, 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 really like what they're doing. I'm not in any way, shape or form laying 10 points. All they need is a win. There's no, there's no style points on this one. They just looked out of this world good against Dallas. They probably get a win and don't cover in this game. I'm not, but I'm not in any way, shape, or form back Eli Manning on the road. So this was an easy stay away for me. Um, and yeah, maybe the Colts defense shows up and this is an underlook, but uh, I'm, you know, it's too, a little bit too low for me to see any value on that. Um, and actually it's ticked up a hair. So the sharp people think maybe the over is in play. Um, you want to keep, keep and, cruising? Oh God. And I, yeah. And just, has, has it ticked up a little? It has. It was 46 and a half and it's up to 47, it looks like. Um, there was a little maneuvering where 47 was moved down to 46 and a half before coming back on with the over, from what I can tell, um, which is surprising. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's it is what it is. The, um, okay. The, uh, I'm, keep an I'm, I'm not pumped to see. I want to see this team in the playoffs because I think they're, uh, you know, the stupid media, it's a, you know, the maxim of, you know, nobody wants to play this team in the playoffs. There's a few of those teams this year. And honestly, some of the way, some of the games that luck has had, I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs right now. No, Especially, I think uh, you could, be, you could be up, you could be up by a shitload of points. It wouldn't matter. You got Frank Reich on your sideline. Yeah. He don't that's care. Right. He's, he's that's been right. down. He's been down by five touchdowns in the playoffs. He that's don't right. care. I go back to the Colts when they had, you know, like their fifth and sixth string wide receivers against the Patriots in Foxborough on a short week. And they still look damn live to cover that game. Uh, that, you know, if they go back to Foxborough, uh, am I going to be betting the Colts at plus seven and a half or plus eight and a half? Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Without a doubt. Um, can't say that about Baltimore and Tennessee, but, and, and the sad thing is I, I feel like Tennessee's going to just break my heart here. And steal the six seed and going to ruin that wild card game against the Patriots, don't you think? <laughs> kind of feels like it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
we'll, we'll hold out hope. I hope Indianapolis gets into the playoffs because if they do, they're gonna they're gonna be forced to be reckoned with. I I just want Indy to go to Arrowhead, man. How great would that be? Andrew Luck against uh, Andy Reid and Arrowhead, one versus six. Then then the Chargers beat the Steelers and they go to Houston. And you get Chargers against Houston. That is a beautiful spot to back the Chargers. Indy in Arrowhead, beautiful spot to back Indy. You could get a Chargers-Colts 5-6 AFC Championship game. That's my dream way the playoffs play out, by the way. That's, that is, that is, yeah, that would be so fucking good. <laughs> that would be so good. Uh, okay, so that's obviously not going to happen, but that would be so fun. Um, okay, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about a game that I actually bet. Uh, Houston and Deshaun Watson on the road for the second straight week in Philadelphia where Nick Foles has taken the reins from Carson Wentz and the question is being asked is he better than Carson Wentz? Are the Eagles better off with big dick Nick Foles? Is this another repeat of magic in Philadelphia uh, that we saw last year with Nick Foles taking this team to the Super Bowl and beating the mighty Patriots? Uh, I'm not buying any of that. I'm on Houston here. Give me Houston money line here as a plus money uh, look. Um, you know, Houston uh, Houston should be favored in this game. I still see, you know, I think you saw a peak performance out of Philadelphia last week. Uh, Nick Foles, I want my money back. You're giving, I want my money back from Nick Foles in this game. Uh, I'm back in Houston on the money line. Uh, are you coming with me or am I going to get beat up like any Houston fan would in the stands on ski mask night? <laughs> ski mask night. Yeah. Don't let ski mask night affect your handicap on here. I think Philly might've blown their wide last week and they're going to, I hope so. Like I, after I do, you roll over, you suck your thumb and you lose to Houston and yeah, Houston is the better team. If you're going to take them, if it's two, two and a half, you know, the right move, the right moves, just suck it down, take that money line. I think they do get this win, which sucks. I will bet it (laughs) because in my dream world, they somehow fuck that up and the Colts win the division. But uh, if I had a lean, it would definitely be Houston money line here. Yes. Yes. Although, I mean, if, if, if the Eagles defensive line plays inspired football like they did, that's a good uh, matchup Houston. for them. <laughs> do, you remember, do, you remember, yeah, do you remember the beginning of the season? How many, I, hit, yes, how I many do. quarterback hits they were giving up? Yes, that's, I do. That's how the Eagles win this game. If they're getting to Watson early and often, he's on his ass a lot. Philly can pull this out. So this is a close one. I'm staying away and cheering for Philly. Who's defending? Sucks. Uh, I have who's, I have Colts. I have Colts and Cowboys division futures. So if, this uh, is an ideal game. What, what, kind of, what kind of props are we going to see on um, – yeah, no, I there you I guess you want to tie. Uh what kind of props do you think we see on Hopkins and how 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 much is he gonna go over by? A lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is such a good I, matchup I for Hopkins. The market on that. Yeah, he's, this is such a good he's, spot he for should have, that, that's the thing. If the pass rush isn't getting there, yeah, he's gonna have a day. Yeah, Houston gets an extra day rest because they played on Saturday. Philly's coming from a trip back from LA where they just you know, save their season and are feeling damn good about themselves. This is a beautiful spot. You're getting free points. Houston, give me that money line and big dick Nick Foles. Give me back my money. Um, okay. Yeah, no shiz. Seriously, that guy has beat my ass, man. He has taken a lot of money from me over the last 12 months. Um, let's talk about your boys. Your boys, Kirk Cousins, on the road against a team that has a record under 500. Uh, is this as simple as uh, Cousins gets it done against uh, uh, a lesser team? 
Do you think the performance they had last week had anything to do with the offensive coordinator change? No, I don't at all. I don't at all. I think it had way more to I mean, do he with did, the Miami are, defense I mean, there, there being are, poor. Yeah, Miami defense. But there are there were like stats to prove that you know things were done differently. He it's not like it was the same thing. He wasn't just running Zimmer's offense and this is how it's going to go. And unless Zimmer said run more play action because they ran a shitload more play action. Which okay, I mean that okay. was going that's back fair. to Dallas. That's, that was that's... what was wrong with Dallas's offense at the beginning of the year. They ran no motion. You got to run some motion. You got to run some play action. You got to do something like that. Look, and I think I, if if that, that's the that case, all... yes, but yeah. That I think it's just don't overthink that it. All jives. That all jives. That all jives. Uh, it, in, and against a defense like Miami, that is how you beat them. That that is exactly what you do. You can put points up on that defense if you can disguise your, uh, you know, your your primary reads. If you can, you know, if you can um, confuse them in terms of who's going where and, and what, you know, who's covering who. That it's not a good, sophisticated defense at all. Um, and you're right that they they. They did things differently. I would say that just the fact that there was a change period uh, is probably all that you can really look to. Like, literally, the guys were pressing. Guys were like, this isn't working. They were frustrated. They were in a rut. Just the change in and of itself didn't matter who you put in or what they called. Just the fact that there was like a kick in the ass probably is, is, is some of what we saw. Is that what you were getting at? Or do you think it was the actual plays that were called and the actual uh, the actual uh, strategy that was utilized? They still ran too much, and they had success running, which scares me because they're going to be feeling like that's the right idea, and it's probably not. So, I, I think the Vikes win, but I'm not going to lay points on the road with them right now. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, that's completely fair. That is totally totally fair. Um, and uh, I will. Uh, I'm in strong agreement with you. And the fact that this line is only five and a half feels weird because Stafford certainly isn't playing uh, up to uh, you know a ca- you know a capable level. They put Carry On Johnson on IR. They got really relatively little going Galladay on the defensive side of the ball. Galladay is a stud. He's going up. He's getting these perfect matchup though. You know, you guys got that. You got yeah. that covered. Um, yeah. You know this. If anything, maybe the under is a look here, 42 and a half. Uh, we saw that the first matchup between these two cruised under. Um, and, you know, I, I don't like you mentioned Minnesota could get caught in the we are going to run the ball. We're a running team uh, and that could shorten the game. So it, it's a, it's worthwhile looking that way. And you know what? Maybe the right look is uh, Minnesota goes up in the first half and uh, and look for a live or a second half look on the. Uh, on garbage time, Matt Stafford. He's taken the mantle of garbage time uh, quarterback half from the Lions low. team total over. Yeah, there you go. Second half Lions team total over, or just second half Lions on on the spread. You might get a decent look at fourth quarter Lions. So, yeah, that's a good. <sighs> Rogers playing. Um. Yes. Rogers says he's playing. Yeah. Does he beat the Jets? Does he salvage some semblance of a season here, or uh, or Sam Darnold continues to progress and look feisty against a defense that stinks? Oh, Robbie Anderson might have a fucking day. He might. Let's, uh, if 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 the Jets are smart, just 
I mean, what, what do you have to lose at this point? You don't want to say just take wild risks and throw into crazy coverages, but do they have crazy coverages out there in Green Bay? It's in the Meadowlands. I think you need to get uh, – this might be the Sam Darnold confidence game. Like, this mm-hmm. is a really shitty D-back D core. Like, let's throw the ball a lot. Let's get, let's get Robbie and then – God knows who else, because the other the other week when they were playing well, I didn't know half the guys that were catching the ball for them. Mm-hmm. I haven't bet the Jets a ton, but yeah. <clears throat> no interest in taking Green Bay on the road right now, the way their defense is playing. I think Rodgers got it out of his system as far as the, you know, fuck you pay me game. I think that showed. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this is, this is a complete stay away for Andy. Yep. Okay. And it's Alrighty. not a fucking pay me. It's not, he's already under contract, but you know what I mean. Yes, I do. I knew exactly what you were saying. Um, yeah, and it was a, uh, it was a, I'm not the problem. He was the problem in the game. Um, let's there you see. Go. The, yeah, I'm, I'm staying away from this one too. I really don't know what to expect. Uh, That's, total. Well, I could see, like, I could see him pulling Rogers. I could see him pulling him. Like, if there's, he's still not 100%. Like, why would you? Why would you risk a long-term asset like that late in the game if if the game's decided one way or the other? So you, you, know, you in a game with stuff like that, I like to stay away from. Okay, we saw this line flip it's back it. and forth when Rodgers was uncertain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Is there an angle on the over here? I mean, we saw the total last week. Houston uh, at the Jets. They scored. I can't remember what the final score was, but it was like twenty-nine. It was like it was like a fifty-one point game, right? And that was presumably a better defense on the side of Houston. Uh, any reason that we would see this? Well, I think, it's, stuck a, at I think it's a better offense right now too. It's better offense. I think yeah. the Houston offense is is better than Green Bay. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's I don't know if I fully trust. Fair. Yeah, that's I don't fair. know if I trust Green Bay to score. Which is, that's such weirdness to say that at this point in the year. What was the look at in this game? Uh, season or last week? Well, just even preseason. This had to be like a TD. Oh yeah, for sure. This will be, the, uh, this'll be the last week where we have those. So, all right, battle for Ohio, part two. Yes. Uh, if you are Bristol, a diligent, Mayfield, if you are a diligent viewer of the Periscope, uh, you saw us make a very compelling case for uh, Browns minus six and a half. On, uh, I think we did it on. Was it Sunday Night Football? We did it, or was it on Monday Night yeah. Football? I can't yeah, remember. I think it, it was on Sunday, right? It was with the. It was on Sunday. Uh, we made a compelling case for Browns minus six and a half. We were like, this is at least going to seven, seven and a half. Um, we knew Tyler Boyd was going to be out with an injury. That's a huge problem for, a, you know, for a, a QB like Driscoll. Um, you know, the, the signs were there uh, that this was going to move. Did I expect it to move to 10? No fucking way. What in the hell is going on? Why is there no, there is, is no that? stopping this line. This, there is no stopping this line. People cannot, can't, people cannot get to the window fast enough to bet this before it moves again. Um, does this close at 13? Uh, is it come back at some point? Has it moved too much? Are there free points on Cincinnati? Does Jeff Driscoll ruin my Christmas? Andy. No, this is a good defense. Like... Uh... Oakland, Oakland sucks shit. Oakland finally figured out. Like, that was the best game I've seen Oakland play all year because they figured out how to tank properly. Like, good on you. That's what you need to be doing. Um, Cincinnati got a win. That was weird. Like, that was my 10-leg my ten teaser. 
or my 10 leg win total. I needed one win out of Cincinnati. So that was kind of it. Like I really needed that one to come through. And boy, the way they, the way they opened that game with all piss and vinegar, I don't think we see the same thing. Cleveland has a good defense. They have a lot of good defensive pieces. Mayfield is playing. Okay. Yeah. Ward. He's going to be back. Uh, I mean, they, they have some, they have some, yeah. Ward's back. They have some great pieces. I like their D line. Um, Mayfield's been playing, you know, good enough for a rookie. I mean, he's looked he's looked great at times. He's looked okay, even when he's not playing that well. And they they're they're running a well. I don't want to say well balanced because that's not what you want. It seems like they're just running the. It's this sounds dumb, but they're running the right plays at the right time, which yeah. sounds so easy. They're running but there's plus, so many offensive EV, coordinators that can't. EV, yeah, yeah. Plus EV exactly. And there's their so many offensive coordinators yes. that. Yeah, there's yes. coordinators that for years they can't figure that out, and yeah, Kitchen just it, it feels like well that's the play that like a smart Madden player would run, or that's the play that makes sense. Like that's how you put yourself in good positions, good down and distance, and that's how you score and win games with a young team that honestly doesn't have all the pieces yet, and then they're they're going and winning games that uh, you know obviously they would not have. Under Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson, so yep, no, I, Todd, I, uh, Todd it sucks Haley. to like say, yeah, yeah Todd, Todd Haley sucks. Shit. It, it sucks to say it now. Like you can't. I I don't know if I'd back it at ten, but you you should listen to us last like Sunday. So <laughs> I won't. Uh, moving on. Hey, uh, no, let me ask. Uh, so thirty-three, nothing Browns. Skipping Rams. Thirty-three. Well, it was the final score here. Real, realistically, what do you think? It, it, it might be like 24-10, like 24-13 yeah. or 24-3. Yeah. Like they win by double digits, I think. It, it probably does cover. Fuck it. Bet the 10 people. Um, uh, question about the Browns and the future of the Browns. Uh, if they kick ass against Cincinnati, beat them for the second time this season, uh, who they got the last week of the season is against the Ravens, right? Browns, Ravens. Let's say that, that let's say they finish yeah. on a three game win streak, four game, what, four game win streak. Let's just say they finish hot here, right? Uh, what do you do? You bring back Greg Williams and Kitchens? I mean, you can't. You gotta probably figure out a way to keep Kitchens, which might be keeping Greg Williams. Like, what do you do if you're the Browns? You make Kitchens. Head coach and let him call plays. <laughs> okay, because Greg Williams okay. is ski, skeezer. Yeah, fire, you you fire Greg Williams and you elevate Kitchens, or you fire Williams and you bring like you do like the Bears did with bringing in Nagy and keeping Fangio. You do the opposite. You bring in like a good defensive minded guy and you let Kitchens have free reign. Like I, I mean, I I'm not sure that's a winning strategy. No, I don't know gonna, no, that's not what you want to do what, what do you think they? What do you think they do? They elevate kitchens to head coach, probably, right? You bring in a leader. You don't need an offensive mind. You have that. You bring in a leader. You need you need a head coach to be a leader. That was one of Hugh's. I mean, Hugh understands football. He was actually a smart guy, but he was a shitty leader. I mean, just watch Hard Knocks. Like he had nobody respected him. Nobody cared what he was saying. Like he was just. He's like, yeah, that's. It's like the in a shitty sitcom, like the boss that nobody listens to. Like, yeah, yeah. Tells us what to do, and we you bring in we just, that we you run the office our way. Do you interview the uh, Rams special teams coach John Fossil? John Fossil, <laughs> John Fossil Jr. No, Jim Fossil's kid. Jim John Fossil Jim is Fossil's the, kid. Yeah, yeah, he's the special teams coach in um, uh, in L.A. Uh, I don't know if they'll get a snap, but uh, that. John, the John Harbaugh, basically the John Harbaugh um, uh, template right there. You know, um, okay, well. 
We'll so. see what Cleveland does. I don't know. I'm speaking gonna of LA, I'm gonna meditate this on. I'm yeah. meditate on this one. Um, speaking of LA, they gotta get Skip right. Ahead. They gotta get right, and they gotta get right fast. Give me your one sentence handicap on this one. LA money line. LA money line. Okay, sounds good. Uh, I agree minus with that. Eight hundred minus fifteen hundred. No, they they should get right. Rosen Rosen's looked great at times. He's looked awful at other times. He doesn't have. Uh, who who has fewer pieces around him on the offense, Rosen or Darnold? Uh, Rosen. I like Dar- I like some of Darnold's and, pieces. And then they have and they have David Johnson. So that's what that's what. And they have David Johnson. They have a Hall of Fame wide receiver in his swan song, and they, he still has less pieces around him. He Dude, really really needs some offense. It's, ins- it's insane. They need some offensive pieces because it's I think insanity. Rosen. I think that is a good long term play. I think he'll work out. I liked him preseason. I still like him, but yeah, they need some. They need some more pieces. Christian Kirk is like their best receiver. Oh, here's yeah. a good one though. Bears game. Bears game's good. Um, uh, real quick, uh, McVeigh. What do you make of McVeigh? Uh, he has now had two straight performances that were extremely um, concerning for those of us who have uh, leveraged their 401k in uh, in McVeigh long stock. Um, I didn't he, love what I saw. He's been is like, he, is he learning? Like he, is he learning from this? I think is he's he... been paranoid about his memorization thing. I think he's been not getting any sleep, just staying up memorizing everything in case people ask him now because that's such a big thing. It's a terrible thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't, who, yeah, I don't, it's, it's it's ridiculous. It's dumb. I, I don't understand what's going on. I, it, the best teams, the best teams have swoons. They're going to be fine. Uh, I think it's going to. It's kind of going to show that Goff isn't as good as maybe people have thought he's been over the past couple of years. He's like good. Yeah, it's it's he's in. He's 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 lacking in consistency a little bit, and we are learning the hard way that the Rams terrible under pressure. Yeah, the Rams go as Goff goes, really. And if Goff performs well, the Rams win. If Goff performs poorly, the Rams lose. Um, Yeah, I think they'll uh, be okay. It's just hiccups, hiccups, baby. This is a get right slump buster right now. So. We knew that one of the biggest problems – real quick, I just want to make this point. We knew that one of the biggest problems with the Rams was their depth. Uh, and I got to give uh, I gotta give Collinsworth uh, a shout because it's been a long time since I heard Collinsworth say anything on a broadcast that I was like, yes, thank you. That was a good fucking point. Uh, but he did it on Sunday, and he pointed out exactly what we were talking about in the preseason, why it was a little bit – why we were a little bit cool on the Rams in our preseason – predictions why we were a little bit like yeah not a great team to back over the course of the season uh, we were thinking of it specifically in the context of they are thin they do not have depth they start they we're seeing guys getting dinged here and there uh, and the guys that are coming up that to backfill those key positions are not performing well uh on top of you know like golf is not have a clean pocket like there's a little couple dings here and there on the interior of the offensive line all of a sudden golf completely falls apart i mean th- this is not good uh, similarly, their linebacking core is thin and problematic. If Aaron Donald is not playing out of his mind good, their defense is like hot fucking garbage. Uh, and it's it's definitely long-term concerning for the Rams' 2018 futures. Uh, and it's, you know, it's somewhat concerning for the way that they've constructed this team. I mean, they have a lot of money invested in golf. I'm not sorry. In uh, in Gurley, Donald, a uh, handful of other key players. Cooks is underperformed. I feel like to hit the way he's being paid. Um, you know, they overall 
uh, across up and down this uh, this Rams team, there are warning signs. Uh, I don't love uh, their long term um, structure. Really, there's 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 issues. They uh, and I don't know. I may be sounding way too false of an alarm here. Um, and they probably yeah, beat the brakes off they, of they're, Cardinals, they're, but they're, yeah, they're, they're going to be okay. I mean, they might not win the Super Bowl because there's a lot of tough teams, but uh, yeah, they 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 can they can get a nice bounce back here and coast into that coast into that two seed. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. Okay. It's it's crazy though. In like the span of three weeks, I went from feeling relatively confident that they could go into Soldier Field and compete with the Bears. To now, I'm sitting here and I am like, man, they better not hang that line too low for the Bears in LA in the two-three matchup because I'm gonna think damn hard about a Bears money line. I mean, seriously, like, like there, there's this is a this is a 180 for this team uh, in terms of how they looked against the Chiefs and then how they've looked in these last two games. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if you just write the ship with one good performance. It may be. Uh, it may be that they've lost too many key pieces, and their depth is just no. You know, is no good, and that's going to be their Achilles heel. Now we'll see. Beat the brakes off the Cardinals, guys. Do your thing. Get right. Be competitive in the playoffs. It'll be more fun if you are. Um, let's talk about uh, Chicago, who we just mentioned. Uh, in the setup, this is the. This and we talked about this again. Was this again? I think it was on the Periscope, right? This is um, Jacksonville uh, deja vu all over again, right? They clinched their division in a hugely emotional game at home against the hated Packers. Now head out west and play the playing for nothing Niners, who happen to be a little bit frisky and hot right now. Um, we know the Niners aren't the kind of team that's tanking for draft position. They are trying to instill a winning culture. They are playing hard as hell in December. I'm surprised this number hasn't ticked in their direction, to be honest. Uh, it's still sitting there at minus four. Um, I would have guessed they would have gotten to about minus three, minus, minus three and a half, minus three. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's there. Um, I've talked myself into an over here. I'm looking at 42 and a half right now. Uh, I feel like the Bears defense is going to be a little bit on vacation this weekend. I feel like Nick Mullins is figuring out how to be an NFL quarterback to a degree. He's a very competent backup, at least. Um, is there any action for you on this game? Bears at Niners. Nope. Just be cheering for the Bears. I I felt the same as you. Like if we could have dropped two, but I would have loved to see a bunch of Niners money come in and give me like Bears at three. That was a pipe dream. Money's coming even even off the bookmaker opened at five and bounced around. But it, don't you feel like it just closes here? Like it probably closes four, four and a half, and that's what you're gonna see. I'm not seeing a ton of support for the under either. And I guess I'm just looking well it's ticked down a hair. I it has ticked down a hair, and I, I guess I kind of feel like that's where it stays put too, but I can I can get behind your Logic, I just won't be betting on this game. Obviously, I have Bears futures, be cheering for the Bears, want them to keep winning. It'd be it'd be pretty funny if uh the Rams didn't get right and the Bears uh Bears were able to sneak up on them, but that's gonna be a tall task with Arizona. I'll just be cheering for the Bears to win out right. We definitely talked about the Bears getting the two seed in the NFC at one point on one of our preseason pods, didn't we? I? I feel like I gotta go back. Yeah, and but find we also that talked audio. about the we also talked about 
We also talked about the Steelers doing that. Yeah, that was more recent, and that was ill-guided. Ill, Ill Steelers are not out of the run for the two seed, man. Uh, if uh, if the yeah, they are. They're out of it. Um, okay. Uh, well, I, you're not. You're not. Yeah, I think that was the start of like when they started. When they started looking stupid for a while. They were like, like, what are you doing? What are you yeah, doing, right. Pittsburgh? Yeah, right. What are you doing? Um, uh, you're not worried about the Bears at all if they lose this game to the Niners. This is a, this is a classic letdown spot. It is such a let, and that's the reason I can't get involved. For like, it, it feels like if Chicago wins, it might be right in that like three to six range. Uh, I feel like it's a, it's pretty much a coin toss for that spread. I think Chicago gets it done, but it's going to be close and it's going to be sweaty down to the end. I don't think there, I just don't think there's a big edge to be had there because it is such a letdown spot. I think this will be a good spot for Trubisky to prove his mettle going on the road against a team that's trying hard late in the season, almost the playoffs. This is like an audition. You know, This the Niners are nowhere near uh, a playoff team, but it's still going in a road, hostile environment, all that jazz. So this is, uh, yeah, this is just warm up for the playoffs because honestly, there's not a lot of scenarios where the Bears move out of the three seed one way or the other. They kind of got things figured out. They just need to get healthy, keep the momentum moving, and get into the playoffs. Uh, the Bears had a similar letdown spot uh, to coaches. three weeks ago, man, uh, against on the road yeah. against the Giants. And that one ended 30 to mm-hmm. 27 in overtime. Well over the posted total. Um, okay. Well, give me the over here. That's what this is actually one of my favorite looks of the week, I gotta say. And I, I get there are not a lot of good looks this week, <laughs> but I did bet this one earlier in the week and I would considering getting more action down on it now. Um, and I like it. I like the over on this one. Um, and uh, hopefully it's a fun game. Pittsburgh Steelers are getting too many points. I said it. Steelers are live dogs here. I know they just beat the Patriots. I know they didn't do it in an impressive fashion. Um, but uh, they need this, man. They need oh, this yeah. game more than the they Saints need, need this game. They need this so game, man. They need this game. The You're going to give me six points? You're going to give me six points? I'm taking it, man. I am taking the bait here. Pittsburgh Steelers compete in this game. They keep this game close. Uh, this should be a damn fun game. Shitload of points. Uh, Pittsburgh keeps it within three. Maybe they win. Maybe they don't. I don't really care. Just stay within six. Um, second week in a row, I'm taking plus six against Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Is there? This is the Saints' first game fate. back. First game back in the Big Easy in three weeks. Are the Saints better than they have looked the last three weeks? And I am being blinded by the fact that they have been on the road and now at home they're a different team they are and road narrative rears his ugly head yeah Yeah. which you you get home drew road man you get you get the you get the saints by 30 i oh okay so okay so there's there's competing so the competing narratives here the saints look the the pittsburgh look good people like oh pittsburgh you know they say they're a sneaky team all of a sudden again. Dude, did Pittsburgh look good? Points on the road. I'm going to take. You thought Pittsburgh? It doesn't matter. Good? People don't. People don't remember that. People, people, people look at the 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 W and the L. They look at the box score, or you know, not even the box score. They look at the score. Like, Pittsburgh just beat New England, man. 
That's, they beat the Patriots. Like, New Dude. Orleans almost lost to and Cam's not even healthy. Like New Orleans isn't that good. That's too many points. Like I just I feel like it's 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 a little backwards. Okay. And so the, road, the New road, Orleans man, road Ben can road Ben can look so bad. Yeah, he I has know, had some horrific yes. performance. It's true. It's if true. the Saints offense is clicking, this one doesn't stay close. Okay. If the Saints so, can score like they had earlier in the year, this does not stay close. Man. So you want the Saints here. I think you're, you're right about the a Saints? lot of points. I probably I am waiting. I want to see where it moves. I'm watching okay, the market so, on this one. Okay. So Pittsburgh money. I think I think Pittsburgh money is going to continue to come in. I think I'm going to get I think I'm going to get a better number. Uh I think you, you should think you're going to get a five or four now. now. If you haven't bet it, I'd bet it. Yeah, okay. I think okay. you should bet okay. it. I don't think you're getting I don't think you're getting seven. Okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, Pittsburgh has a dynamic set of passing weapons. They can hit you with three to four. Uh, on any given day, they have four guys who can run beautiful routes, catch balls if Ben is throwing accurately. Um, the Saints have the ability to defend one of those. And they have a significant limitation as you go down their coverage tree uh, beyond Marsha and Lattimore. The last three road games they had have all played to the under and they've all been pretty tightly contested and they were up against Dak Prescott, Jameis Winston, and uh, a very injured Cam Newton. Okay. This will be a much, much tougher test for this secondary of New Orleans. I really think Pittsburgh is going to look very, very live in this game. Uh, And... They have established a running game again in the in the lack of James Conner. They have finally integrated his replacement, uh, and they got the balance that they need. When the Pittsburgh was slumping a little bit there before that Patriots game, a lot of it I felt like was due to the fact that Conner had gotten his bell rung uh, in the Panthers game, and they you know he wasn't putting his head down, and he wasn't you know they weren't giving him his his, his complement of rushes attempts, uh, and it all made sense. Now they actually have. Uh, you know, more balanced attack. They're getting the, um, you know, the sequencing right. They're getting their town and distancing right. Uh, and I think they are going to give the Saints hell in this game uh, and may even come away with the win. So you're looking for a better price on New Orleans. I'm taking Pittsburgh here at plus six now. Uh, and this is going to be the most fun game on Sunday, probably, right? Maybe second most, maybe after Casey Seattle. So. What do you think? Yeah. I'm excited for the Bears. I just I think uh I think San Francisco, like you said, they will be trying their ass off. They're not a quitter right now. They're not selling, they're not tanking, they're playing. That'll be yeah. I think yeah. I think there's two really good games at three o'clock. And then yeah, let's uh let's talk about the line that our, that great line we grabbed on Sunday. So <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> about that Kansas City minus three. Uh I got overexcited. What the hell happened, man? Um, I don't know what I don't know what where the support for Seattle's coming from. Uh, I looked at the performance that Nick Mullins has had in his two games against the Seattle defense, and I am drooling about what Pat Mahomes' stat line is going to look like this week. They are going to light these mothers up. They have. They have extra rest coming off that Thursday night game, and they have got to have an enormous motivational uh, chip on their shoulders coming into this one to get, um, you know, to re-establish uh, a hold on the number one seed. 
the only thing that I think affects us is if Baltimore can somehow, some way, come away with an upset and knock uh, the Chargers firmly into the five, then maybe the Kansas City lets their guard down a little. Uh, I, I, you know, I didn't. I felt pretty strongly when we were uh, looking at Casey at home on Sunday Night Football against the Bengals uh, a handful of weeks ago. That was like, that was the spot that dreams are made of. Uh, because Casey, I mean, Cincinnati was so fraudulent at that time. This feels somewhat similar to a much lesser degree. I feel like Kansas City is a much better team. This team can score in the high 20s, low 30s. Every freaking Sunday, they roll out of bed. They can put points on you. They have extra time to prepare for this defense. Guess who's coaching Kansas City? Andy Reid. Guess who is damn good with extra time to prepare? Andy Reid. This is a great, great spot to be a Chiefs backer. What in the world is coming? Where is the Seattle money coming from? I think let's let's just not let's not overthink the rest of the market. Maybe they're dumb and we're smart and we can erase this part of the podcast if that doesn't work <laughs> out. But yeah, oh, Seattle after off a tough overtime game, Kansas City with extra rest. Kansas City looking to you know probably grab a little momentum heading into the playoffs. They've been a little sketchy a couple times playing playing some tricky teams. Not to say that Russell Wilson isn't a tricky guy to play, and that team has come around, especially compared to early in the season. But yeah, I'm going to take. I already did Kansas City in points for sure. Okay, points. I like it. Um, let me make one more point on this. Uh, is Russell Wilson hurt? I don't know if you saw any of that Seattle. He's always, he's always a little hurt, but yeah. Did you right. see any of that Seattle? Uh, any of that Seattle, uh, San Francisco game? Any of the clips of Russell Wilson scrambling? He is moving like he is. Like, he looks like Gronk carrying the piano. I mean, like that was a perfect, <laughs> perfect explanation of Gronk carrying there's the piano. A, I've got to find the, gotta find the piano clip. Too. Actually, Russell Wilson is running like there's, a, there's a clip of yeah. yeah. Yeah, Russell Wilson, Wilson. Russell Wilson is running like he has to take a massive shit. Like he's just he's not. He does not. <laughs> there, look there's a clip good. of Peyton Manning. Yeah, there's a clip of Peyton Manning his final year, where it's like, I mean, it's painfully apparent. Like he has to run the ball there. There's nobody on like half the field. He can easily <laughs> scamper for like eight to ten yards, and he takes yeah. off, and it's just the saddest thing trying to run. like. He's probably faster than me. He's a big guy, but like he just looks so slow and sad. And I'm not going to say it's that bad, but yeah, it's it's not it's not the rust of old. Like something is bugging him. He's carrying an injury, so I'll yeah. take uh, I'll take the the KC Wonder over over Seattle right now. Okay, okay. You the other, the other if you don't believe me and you are like this is bullshit, uh, go look at the 70 yard scramble he had against the Vikings on Monday night. You remember that run? Like that yeah. that that was rough, man. That was rough. That was rough. He's, he's he's got a hip. He's got a bum. He's got something, um, but he's not he's not moving fluidly at all on his legs. And um, Kansas City, what can they do on defense? They sure as hell can't uh, stop uh, Philip Rivers on fourth down, but they can absolutely get after the pass rush. Uh, I mean, they can rush the passer. Uh, I gotta feel like uh, Chris Jones continues his streak of sacks here. Uh, great matchup for him on the inside against a pretty weak so uh, offensive line name. for Seattle. Like, nobody talks about that guy. Nobody talks about He's so chance. good. No, no, no. I mean, and I and look, I am making a one-sided case here. I completely understand that Seattle wants to dictate pace and run the ball, and that is the blueprint for beating Kansas City. I get all that. 
but you have a, you have time to prepare for the Seattle defense. Kansas City is going to pick them apart. Good luck with your rushing attack, keeping up with these these uh, you know these horses. It's just not it's just not going to happen. Pat Mahomes cements his MVP uh, award in this game, in my opinion, on Sunday Night Football. Puts up another four touchdowns. Yeah, and he's, if, he's if, if, 50, if Russ right? if Russ isn't running. It, yeah, he's at 45. If if Russ is not at full speed, full elusiveness, like, yeah, Jones, Chris, or D, D Ford, Chris, like, th- there could be some problems with uh, a few of those defensive players if Russ can't be scrambling and uh, escaping like he has throughout his career. And it's, it is nuts. Like, they do have some decent individual defensive pieces. That defense is still pretty trash. But, yeah. uh, there's okay. a couple players up there, especially in the pass rush, that uh, they can get home. Okay. Jones says, "How many sacks do you have?" Uh, twelve or thirteen. Uh, he had a he yeah, had it's a bunch. He maybe even more actually, because I uh, he had like three again the first half. He has fourteen. The, he has fourteen, 14 sacks. That puts Jeez. him at like third. I think there's a couple at fourteen and a half, and then Amazing. Donald has sixteen. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. If he could only stop Good the run, him. he would be a hell of a player. Um, okay. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up, man. Good job by you. Merry this freaking Christmas. You know, this I, was the Sunday, best guest we had all year. I gotta tell you, man. I don't think I'm. I don't think I have it in me on on Sunday to record another pod. I'm gonna be on vacation. I'm unplugging. I'm not taking my computer. Let's do Monday night right now, real quick. Let's do it. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah, I don't have. Let, I don't have a reactions pod in me on Sunday. Um, yeah, I think we're hole. both on the road. I think yeah. I'll be. Yeah. I don't know where I'll be. I'm. I'm. I'm 100. I'm 100 unplugging. Don't be worried about not seeing me tweeting and and doing funny things on the internet this weekend because I am full on unplugging for Christmas. Um, if I, I think I might be going to my week, mother's. Though. If I'm there, yeah. I'll probably be tweeting. I'll be hiding from her. Okay. So I might be tweeting some reactions, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't same. Look same. For that. Sorry. Merry yeah. Christmas. Don't look. Merry for a Christmas. Podcast. Yeah. Seriously. You're not gonna spend some time with nobody. Your family, you if you're downloading heathens. a podcast, if you're downloading a podcast on the 23rd of December, uh, yeah, uh, there's there's no audience that just, day anyway. So. Just yelling at our audience for downloading no. our podcast. No, I don't think I'll I'll cut that. I'll cut that. Um, we'll be we'll be. No, it's fine. You'll, Monday night football. We'll be back. Christmas Eve. Enjoy the holidays. Christmas Eve in the black hole. Are you going to spend Christmas Eve in the black hole with the Raiders in their final game in Oakland for all time? I'll watch it. This isn't uh, ooh, this is a no bet for Andy. Yuck. <laughs> this is a yucky line. I hadn't looked at this because we don't usually if I'm not grabbing an early position, I don't look at this one terribly early. Yuck. Do we need to talk about this? I'm betting it's Oakland, man. This- Oakland money line for me. Oakland money line oh, for me. Yeah. This is one of those situational spots. You only get to bet- nothing. You only get to bet this situational spot once every 15 years when the Raiders leave Oakland. Uh, and the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's Oakland or nothing. You can't. You can't bet Keenum in that offense on the road right now. The hell, jeez, hell no, hell no. That, that, hell these no. are two teams with a lot of problems. And yeah, like yeah. you said, the the only situational it's it's might be silly, but yeah, last game there, like you gotta think there's yeah. a bit of a pep talk. Maybe even old Bullcut comes down to the locker room and talks. Yeah. Hey man, in worst case scenario, there's a riot on the field. They don't finish the game, and the the money line bet gets voided, right? 
Like you know, like they're yeah, losing. They're, they're getting if they're getting their asses kicked by uh, by the Broncos. Uh, there could be uh, there could be some violence, some Santa Claus. Yeah, hopefully in the Broncos. They, you know, Broncos the, barrel. Best gets, case uh, scenario is they just yeah they just they just cancel this game. Best case. Yeah. Right. 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 Can you believe Denver, they're even playing uh, feel, a game in Oakland you, on Christmas Eve? Yeah. I feel bad for the Denver Denver faithful too because they teased you. They had a, they had a little they stretch did. where they looked like they had their shit together. They, they looked did. like they were going to make it into a wild card. They were really teasing. They were really teasing the people of Colorado. Turns and out they do not. They have even their had shit me together. convinced for half a second. Yeah, it turns out they yeah, turns do out they not do have their shit together. Um, and Vance Joseph somehow survived one of the most terrible uh, series of decision makings I've seen, and they did it in a standalone game on a <laughs> with the world watching, and they haven't fired him. So uh, maybe he has some uh, compromise on John Elway. We'll, know, we'll never know. Yeah, um, that guy can. He, does, is that way? <laughs> what is? Like, yeah, I don't understand. Let's quickly, um, <laughs> like, what's the deal there? I think he Ooh. is We've not a good general like- manager. I think Elway is not a good general manager. I don't think this is really a hot take either. I think he's bad. He has had one good draft, and it was last year's draft class. And even in that, he, he, he yeah, signed yeah. and he hit a grand slam with uh, with a free, undrafted free agent, Philip Lindsay. Like, uh, you know, the, this is, yeah. you know, the Ch- Ch- uh, what's his name? Um, Chubb, Bradley Chubb, the pass rusher. Bradley he's he's, yeah. he's been fine. Uh, you know, he'll probably develop into a fine pro. Uh, Sutton has been fine. He'll develop into a fine wide receiver. Uh, Lindsey's good. Uh, but this team is really, really lacking in, in like, in, you know, impactful playmakers. And, and you know, I, I don't even know what they do coaching search wise. Like, I don't know what the right move is for this. Team. I don't, I don't know what he has, but I think he could probably go up to Elway's wife and piss yeah. with, with his pecker because apparently he can't do something to get fired. Because he could give I, her, he yeah, could give her the been, old Robbie Anderson. There's been three, give her Robbie Anderson. There's been like three games where it's like, all right, we'll, we'll all wake up tomorrow and Vance Joseph will have been fired. And it's like, well, what the fuck? Well, again, he, again, he didn't get fired. So, I yeah. think they're, they, and there are some teams, and maybe that's just behind closed doors. They don't want to do it midseason. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a, true. That's why, true. Why, why would we? Why would we do There's that? To, we we want to do our art. We want to do an off-season head coaching search. And I feel at like the same time, can think, you imagine? Can you imagine if the Browns hadn't? Like the, all of the development, all of the growth, all of the reps that make. Oh yeah, it's it's different. Yeah, there's different different lost. philosophies and different front offices. Yeah, I mean, you really don't even yeah. know if Case Keenum is your quarterback next year because of this this crew. You really don't know. No, like, little, uh, yeah, a little shout out to me. I called him a shitty quarterback at the beginning of the year. You did call which, that. Which anyway. and his receiving core has been decimated. Yeah. too. that doesn't help. But well, hopefully, hopefully they get a ton of beautiful champagne powder to keep you entertained if you live up in the Rockies because the Broncos will not be playing in January. Uh, get your skiing in and. Uh, you know, it's it's it should hopefully it should be a beautiful winter up there. Um, speaking of winter, yeah, nuggets look let's good. wrap up this let's wrap up this pod. Let's get it up for the people. Merry Merry freaking Christmas! Uh, and uh, appreciate you guys tuning Happy in with us all season. Day. I hope you guys all made lots of money listening to our uh, our analysis and our picks. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be damn tough for uh, it's going to be damn tough for us to. Uh, um, 
you know, to top what we did this season, but we're going to do even better next season. And, um, you know, with that, uh, Merry Christmas, Andy. Merry Christmas. Merry Thank Christmas. you. Yeah. Thank and you. You know what? To two, you posted a couple of future bets that, and, and maybe just in the DMs, if you have some fun futures, now is the time to start throwing those up on Twitter. I want to see, I want to see some fun ones that you guys are cashing because it is Great exciting call. that time of year. Great call. They start, yeah, start, start tag us in some of that shit or respond to respond to the the tweet with this uh, podcast in it. I'd love I am to not see creating any of my own content over the holidays, but I will be happy to retweet yours if you got some some christmas cheer you want to share with the world i will share it with everyone uh so yeah respond to this podcast tweet with uh with some of your features and uh and merry christmas andy merry christmas thank you for all of the great merry content christmas. throughout the year and uh we got one final year-end podcast to do next week with a special guest to be named at a later time and uh and with that we will wrap up 2018 which has been more successful than i'd ever dreamed from a podcasting standpoint so uh, congratulations. Merry Christmas.